Today in this episode on our podcast at Skyperf Talk, we are going to be talking about one topic that's really important, which is drone photography and videography for real estate. Stay tuned, stay with us, and let's roll! Fala, galera! Bienvenidos! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new Skypers Talk podcast. No, no podcast. It's podcast. It's podcast. Yeah, podcast episode. Where we are now? Where are we? We are in Perth. No, we are in Amazon, Apple Music. Ah, yeah. We are streaming. That's amazing. We are streaming pretty much like Apple, yeah. Podcast, Spotify, yeah. Amazon Podcast, yeah. YouTube, and Google Podcast, Google Podcast YouTube. and YouTube. And of course, if you follow us in Instagram, you, you're going to be... And plus in our website, skyplot.com. Skyplot.com. <laughs> The only service provided drone company in Perth. So, Franco, today yeah. we're going to be talking about a topic that I believe, especially you as well, that start your... How long have you been flying drones? For 2019 I started. 2019. Yeah. And I do believe someone have already asked for you to... Can you take a, pot, a photo for me from a property that I have? Yeah. Real estate photography is kind of our you know, main entry in the drone world, right? It's like the first thing that maybe you sh can have like an income or you can charge, put a price, maybe something cheap. for free. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. But it's like a good entry level of uh, income uh, with, with a drone, right? What, what is your experience about that? I think um, when I started to do like drone photography yeah. in 2016, for me, it was really important, it was a really good market that I, what I did at the beginning was, I have to confess, I did like a lot of jobs for free yeah. because I didn't have like a portfolio. So that wasn't a way for me to sharpen my skills, learn a few things. And those things I hope we can show to you guys today and explain a little bit what we have done. But... For me, it was really important to get these skills, to create my portfolio and start showcase what I could do to my clients. Yeah. I think uh, a few steps that we have to take today is, you know, we have so many stuff to, to, to bring this information and break down how to start offering those services. But one of the most important is which drone to choose, right? To do this kind of services. When you talk about drones, it's more about what you can buy and yeah. especially because you are starting i don't think there is a point for you to for example buy a spire to yeah. to take pictures right so you could buy a small drone like a mavic air or mavic a mavic, Pro yeah, a mavic, a mavic mini yeah. and sometimes those drones if you know how to take a pictures and i hope at the end of this episode we can give to you something that you can pretty much like use yeah. on your photography. But um, the drone, it's just a tool for you to have this final result. Yeah. So it's more about how much you want to spend. Yeah. What is your budget? Exactly. Of course, for a normal photography, a ground photography, if you have a drone, you're going to bring a different perspective. Yeah. And that definitely will be 
something attractive, yeah. especially when you show like a portfolio for our clients, that they can hire you to do something completely different. Yeah. Tell me about what was your experience? What, why people asked for you to take like photos? The first jobs that you are looking for as well, because maybe it's a real estate company close to your house and, or maybe you know someone that, that works there or close to them. And I don't know, it, it's the terrain when you feel comfortable, I think, because it's, you don't have the client next to you or, or maybe it's something that you can potentially do uh, whatever day, whichever day during the week, something that is maybe more flexible. And that's why it's so easy to do. To be honest, maybe it's not the best market where you can receive like a huge amount of money, but it's a really nice market to start with and get, as you say, build your portfolio, right? It's, which is the most important thing that you can cover with these kind of jobs. Build my portfolio, uh, start doing post-production jobs as well so I can know my drone, how to edit the photos, how to edit the videos, know more about software. So it's a great, great place to start with and then, you know, step up and maybe start offering a better service in real estate or maybe start with other industries, right? What is other recommendation that you can see after, you know, I choose my drone, I am flying recreational, now I, I want to start with this business. What maybe the procedure that I have to check to, to start work with? I think before the procedure is everything, you need to find a client. Yeah. Right. So it, it's more important for you. How are you going to find someone that can at least allow you to take those pictures and go there and show them? And I think you got a really good point. You could use someone close to your home. Mm-hmm. close to your suburb and talk with them. Hey guys, I'm here. I can have like this kind of service. I have a drone. I can take pictures for you. And I think that's the way for you to start. And especially when you look for a photography, I believe you need to be, you need to start to be smart about what time you can have like the best photos, mm-hmm. best results. And in our experience, you have seen the photos that we take, we can take during the golden hours. Mm-hmm. Generally, generally are the ones that our clients like most. The better looking ones. Because they're better looking. At the, when you show the results, when you do like the post editing, people love it, they like, and they want you to do more jobs. But on the flip side, it depends of the kind of client that you have yeah. or the um, real estate or construction, construction company yeah. um some companies they don't want a shadows okay so if they don't want a shadows generally you need to shoot during the day yeah so you just need to be in compliance not compliance but at least align with your client's needs that's right because they maybe they want something for inspection in this kind of or they want to really see the surroundings or, or the, the the asset that you are uh, taking photos or video, right? Yeah. It's depending of the client the client's needs. Yeah. But usually to do some more artistic jobs, mm-hmm. sunset or sunrise, maybe it's maybe they are they are the best ones. Yeah. And uh, we we can say for you, I think one of the recent photos that we shot is this one. 
after stadium yeah. we wore there to shoot during sunset mm -hmm. so uh, it, it's kind of real estate exactly. it looks like a real estate yeah. because we are pretty much like taking a picture of a building yeah exactly. which in this case is the optic stadium but you can see the lights you yeah. can see like the sunset the depth of feeling that exactly and also you can see the city on the background yeah. the colors are different pops a little bit more so and the building have like all the lights so it looks better mm -hmm. what is the other recommendation that maybe we took about this i think you you are better than me you can explain better than me but we we start like flying recreational we choose the drone already yep. we are finding the clients yep. to do this is some kind of regulation that we have to follow is some paperwork that we we need to do yeah that's a good point i think if you are doing this photography for the first time it's really important to understand that not everyone love drones yeah on the contrary some people they think that you were there to spy them they are you are there to take pictures of someone inside of the bathroom or whatever yeah and they don't realize that sometimes with your phone it's easier for me to have a zoom exactly. and take a photo from everyone but i'm um, if you want to do like a job a real estate job and you don't want to you want to try to mitigate or at least avoid like um angry neighbors it's good for you to scout the area first understand the location that you have to fly sometimes you need to understand to get a really good angle you might need to fly close to another residence another proper yeah so it's good for those people to be aware that you are going to be doing that yeah. so take time arrive early on the location mm -hmm. go to the neighbors ring the bell or even write like a paper have something give to them yeah. say hey guys i'm rod from skype earth i'm here to take photos of that property number one on this street yeah. a yeah. right and show to them that you're going to be there around two o'clock in the afternoon and if the drone is going to be close to them they know already what's happening they know that you're shooting like this property so those are the things that you you need to be aware you need to be aware and avoid like yeah to fight or like people yeah, have any issues with them yeah and and when you don't do that it it's funny how things work because people is going to come and complain they, about they're going to complain because it's a neighborhood right yeah. and um people gonna they don't know what's happening they don't know why you're doing that and yeah. sometimes you have to fly a little bit closer to their properties just let them know yeah. right and the other thing that's important is if you did if you score the area properly you understand the location that you are and some place you need to talk with the consul as well mm -hmm. from their location right yeah so talk with the consul see if there is any special permit that you need to to have mm -hmm. or at least let them know that you are there like 99% of the time that when you do this everything runs smoothly yeah. nothing happened with you people know and even in some case you have like rangers right because not everyone communicate with everyone yeah. so when rangers come you can talk with them and um the other thing that I taught using my experience again i always had i always asked to the real estate 
agent or the company that um, hired me yeah. to write like a letter and explaining why and what I'm doing there, right? So explain to them, generally, if you have, and, and I think that would be good, we could create like this um, kind of letter. template yeah. and give to people because that was really hand for me in all the time that I was doing this kind of project. Yeah. I give this letter to the, the real real estate agent. They yeah. just complete fill up the, form, the, mm -hmm. the the gaps. And I was able to use this and show to people, hey, that's what I'm doing. I'm not here yes. to fly over your company. But of course, again, something simple is we need to have license all the permits to do these kind of jobs, right? Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no, why? Casa, pretty much, if you are in Australia, yeah, I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure about other, um, other countries. Yeah. But here in Australia, um, Casa, that the the organization that regulates all the laws, everything here, they gave special permission for everyone that has like drone with less than two kilos. So you need to register your drone but not necessarily you need to have like a license as a pilot. Oh, okay. So you can fly commercially yeah. and doing these kind of jobs. Um, but if your drone is with more than two kilos, you need so to you need to have the license, everything. Yeah. Something unusual for our Skyper talk is we, never, we, need a, we have a new person in, in the team. Do you know that? Oh yeah, she has some questions. She has some, and it's it's really good because there are some people in our audience that they are asking some questions, and with you guys, our producer Ana Conte Barbosa. <laughs> she she's laughing. What's happening? Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're receiving a question oh, from yeah. the audience. So they ask you what camera settings should be used for real estate shooting. Oh, that's a really nice question, right? That's a yeah. really interesting question. And again, let's talk about drones because it depends which drone you have. Because some drones, they don't have the same capabilities than the other yes. ones. So, but one thing that maybe you, you need to make sure is to shoot with the highest resolution possible, talking about video first. If you can shoot the maximum resolution possible, like for example, 4K, if you can, with 50 frames per second, you have more. Okay, Franco, can I stop you here now? Yeah. What we should be doing, right? Because you said the highest resolution. Yeah. What do you think if we create a new podcast that we can show oh. to our audience how to edit a <laughs> video and a photo? That's going to be amazing. I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> cool. That's our <laughs> our promise. Next episode, we are going to do So today we are going to show to you guys everything that you need to do for yeah. the photos and videos. Yeah. Next episode, how to edit. Yeah, how to edit. How to edit the photos and the videos. And the videos as oh, well. Oh, boy. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, uh, I think... Have a look also the the settings for your camera. Uh -huh. uh, some drones... The, the most of the drone uh, they can shoot in RAW, which is maybe DNG and in DJI drones. 
the format, but some of them, maybe the DJI Minis, they, they, they still like having the JPEG format, mm -hmm. which is maybe you have maybe less play, play around in post-production, but it's still good. But you, you need to know your drone, have a look, see, watch tutorials in, in YouTube, and read the manual as well, which is really important to see how many sensors your drone has mm -hmm. as well. So you can figure out if you need to turn off the sensor, if you are flying close to the building. Yep. And one of the most important thing for me, I think, talking about the settings of the drone is the smoothness of the gimbal, right? To, yep. to get some smooth shots, like really slow shots. When you talk about filming, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, I think the, the, the softness or the smoothness of the, the gimbal is one of the most important aspects to, to have a look. Okay. Yeah. But uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned like raw uh, and Let's take in consideration that people that was or people that are watching this video not necessarily know everything about drones, yeah. right? So tell me what's raw, what raw means and what are the benefits from it shooting raw? The the raw image is the file that allows you to get a better post-production work. For example, in Lightroom, you can touch, I don't know, the the the, the shadows, the highlights, the exposure. It gives you more information inside of the photo, so you can play around, change a little bit the colors, push the, the a little bit more of the colors so the image looks better. Uh, you have like more more uh, capabilities inside of the photo, and it's allow you to to get better results at the end of the so of the process. what what are you saying is you are gonna explain for everyone how to use raw photos to create the amazing photos that you do. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, exactly. With your help, we want to do that. <laughs> we can do that together. Yeah, definitely, because you are the, the most experienced one. <laughs> Frankly, he's a humble guy, but I think he's the one that uh, added a lot of photos and the results are amazing. It's... Thank you so much. Yeah. You can see our photos in our stock footage section in our website. <laughs> that's true. That's we true, start... Right? We, um, yeah, that's a good point. I was not prepared to say that. We can do another podcast. You can do that. But it, it's good. I think uh, the results, everything that we've done, not only more um, about real estate, but also all the projects that we, we've been working and some footage and some photos that we've been taking, they are available on our website for you to purchase. Um, we are not selling prints anymore. It's just like the the file that you can download and you can print by yourself. You can do everything and you can even use your the files yeah. on documents on anything that you need, like a, a really high quality image. Yeah. So, is any reason why you choose go a hundred percent digital instead of offer maybe prints that maybe many people is doing nowadays? I think print. It's something that everyone is doing. Yeah. And um, if you want, what's happening is you with the, the digital file, you can choose where you want to print, the mm -hmm. way that you want to print. You have more freedom and the size. Exactly. And you not necessarily need to print that. Yeah. So sometimes you need to have like a banner for your website. You need to print like a annual report. So there's so many use for a digital file that you can use this instead of only print because before i was only printing i 
only give this format to our clients. And all the time they are asking, oh, can I buy a digital file? Can mm -hmm. I do this? Can I choose the, the size of the camera? Exactly. So we, we didn't do that. It's, but now it's, it's easier. we give this freedom to them. That's really good. And also related with, with real estate, I remember a guy here in Perth that he wanted to sell his house like, I don't know, 20 years ago. He explained me the process to sell his house. It was like a huge house beautiful house what he did was i think he paid a photographer a ground photographer to do the photos it it was like 20 years ago and he print he did like a photography book uh -huh. and he showed to the potential buyers uh, this kind of book uh -huh. with all the photos and he said he sold his house because because of the book yeah because of the, the photography book so yeah. uh, basically the way that um the way that the guy created this book was showcasing uh, the house in a way that exactly. no one yeah exactly could see before exactly so it's a, it's a really good niche with the drones nowadays to do something really quick simple with great great result because everyone that wants to sell or buy a house really appreciate those kind of mm. drone shots, you know, because you can see the surroundings, what do you have next to your house, potential house, uh, I don't know, inspect, I don't know, the, the, the roof, you see the walls, see the, maybe the, the, the construct, construction quality mm. of the house. So, yeah, I think it's a re really right moment to, to start doing this. So what are you saying, for example, if I have like an aerial photo, yeah. I would be able to see What's the supermarket close to this oh, yeah. house? What is the house? It is close to the beach. Yeah. It's close to um, um, the freeway. Yeah, yeah. Or... yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's true. Yeah, it's like, uh, you, you see sometimes in the description of the, of the real estate that they say yeah, the, the beach is really close to, you, to the house and you saw the, <laughs> the, the photos and see that the beach is really far away. Right. So, it's... but uh, th that, that that's really good, Franco. Uh, for example, when you have to take like a photo for real estate, do you need to have like a perspective that it's you are capable to show and point on the photo? Like here is the supermarket, here is the freeway, here is the school, here is this the 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 beach. Is there something that you need to do as well? Yeah, exactly. As a drone pilot, you need to become kind of professional photographer or, or, or read a little bit more about photography. So you can maybe play around with different kind of shots, not just the typical uh, top-down shots or maybe really close up. You need to play around and see, of course, having a look at your surroundings if you can, but have those wide shots uh, of the property, medium shots, close-ups, top-down, Mm -hmm. So you have different perspective and then the people or mm -hmm. the person that asks you for those photos, they can choose or maybe they can show a different perspective of the property and, and you know, and show better results or, mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. or the potential, potential uh, clients can yeah. really appreciate the, the, the space yeah. that the property is. I remember, I remember that you said something about... Um, Every drone has their own settings. It's different. Not all the drones can shoot like raw. Yeah. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe all the drones, you can have like at least the grid. Yeah. Why do you think the grid, when you see the photo, is important 
to create like a good composition. Is is maybe the most important aspect in photography have a good composition, right? You have the, maybe the subject in in the center, or maybe play around with the different weights, visual weights that you can find in in the subjects or in in the background. Don't leave too much space on top, like in the sky. Don't don't leave just a small sky as well. So like find like a medium term. Uh, is all, all that stuff? I think we cover in our. Uh, photography uh, for begin yeah beginner photography guide for for uh, new pilots so when I leave again ah, in so the description what, what I'm saying it's on our guide for yeah beginners. it's already done you have to have a look and start shooting with your drone yes yeah, and really nice. how I can have access to this guide uh, you need to go to our description here in the video and press the link and you can download for free fantastic yes yeah, really so it's there yeah it's everything there but yeah composition is one of the elements in this guide, one of the checkpoints that we need to pay attention as professionals as well is like the fundamental. See, okay, I am a really nice drone pilot, but I am showcasing what the, the, the clients want. I am showing all the surroundings. I am sh showcasing really well the, pro the property, or I am showing something which is wrong, or I am showing more in one side than another one. I am showing too much sky. Mm -hmm. You need to pay attention. Also, work start working with maybe panoramic photography as well as you, as you do. Yeah. So panorama is really important. Oh, oh we have like something. And we have another question. Oh, another question. What's happened? Question, guys. Receive just yeah. one. What are some common mistakes to avoid when taking drone photos for real estate? Oh. Or the most challenged, <laughs> like... The situation yeah. your face yeah. many I think I think <laughs> one of the common mistakes especially because we are flying a drone right so the machine is pretty much like up in the air and people don't realize that sometimes for photo we have the to have like the drone static the drone needs to stop mm -hmm. so don't fly the drone and take the picture oh don't fly the drone when you're we're trying to take picture so yeah. fly frame the position Use the grid mm -hmm. to have a really good composition of what we want. Stop the drone, press the button, mm -hmm. have the photo. Because otherwise you're going to have like motion blur, the, the photo is not going to be foxed. And the other thing that generally happens, never happened with me. <laughs> Don't believe you. You always, <laughs> it's, it's a good tip that always press like a button, there is something on your drone Which that is... you can focus. Oh, okay. So focus is really important. So but I have another button, the record, that you forget every time. <laughs> the, the record is there. The record. <laughs> that never happens with me. Never happens with me. But sometimes, sometimes it's good to press record yeah. for him to film. If you want to film, press record. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, I think those are the, the, at least in my mind, that, that I remember. The other mistake is check. If you are going to shoot and film something, check batteries mm, Yeah. before you go. Yeah. Charge everything. Don't trust that your battery is charged because especially if you use DJI drones, they have intelligent batteries. batteries yeah. And it depends how you set up the drone the batteries discharge yeah. and 
that could cause you to not have like full battery at the time that you are shooting that can give you some problems doesn't give you the whole um, time that you are expecting to have the other thing that's really really important don't forget your memory card this really good important i know that these drones nowadays they have like internal storage but it's not enough sometimes sometimes not enough. it could be good for photos but when you have to film yeah so don't forget your memory card <laughs> so it's good to have like a checklist so yeah. batteries memory card propeller propeller <laughs> and the filters any the filter is really important i would say it's more important for film yeah than photos mm -hmm. it depends on the photos of course right yeah because if photos if you took if you're gonna take photos in um for example have like ocean or water mm -hmm. generally the any filters the polarizer can give you a little bit of punch and give you a little bit more of the blue mm -hmm. and remove a little bit of the um, reflection yeah but when you are filming and if you want to do something like have like this cinematic style and yeah. have like this beautiful motion blur so you need to use the energy filter i think that could be another good yeah. episode because so you could talk about just about that that would be amazing because you can have like a proper time and explain yeah. this when to choose the right ND filter or there's some rules that you should be following mm -hmm. which is like if you're gonna be filming 25 frames per second you double up the, the shutter. shutter so you'll be 50 so you know that that it depends on your drone and if you have a small drone you don't control the aperture mm -hmm. that will be really bright yeah so you need to have like an energy filter to pretty much like have like a it's basically like works the same like a sunglasses yeah. so you can see properly and you can shoot and especially if you be during the day and if you be like sunset or sunrise you need to see if it's needed the energy filter is needed yeah. but it's more and also you have like normal energy filter you have polarized energy filter you need to understand a little bit and why you have to use them yeah that's good okay i think i pretty much we covered everything all the aspects do we i don't have... know yeah we have another question the... <laughs> yeah we receive another question and uh, do you have any liability when you fly drones uh, on real estate? Any requests about it? If like you are, you are getting a property that is private, mm -hmm. so what's the liability about it? Like you need to provide any documentation to make sure you are covered? Yeah, I think I I I don't know, Frank. Maybe you can explain this a little bit better. But despite the fact that you fly on the um, uh, Skypath now and you have you have over about all the the, the insurance everything, mm -hmm. but um, before um, unless you have you work for a company that has like a rock was really hard to have insurance. So it's really important sometimes, or it's really important for you to have insurance because things happens, exactly. right? Yeah. So you're flying a machine that maybe because a wind or something can yeah. blow your drone smash with the wall is meshing the wall is meshing the window can broke something and if you have insurance you are covered about that 
but a part of that as well you have to be aware i think we talked about this before but you are flying over like properties we are flying close other place that could be yeah. it's private properties but uh belong to a council or everything mm -hmm. it's good to have like the permits to fly on this place so you need to understand these and and be liable about everything yeah, that we do exactly as we mentioned before as uh, talk with the with the neighborhood with all the people around and see what what is your plan for today how many hours you want to be there if you're gonna if you, if you need to come back or if you want to finish that day and so everyone knows what is your your procedures your and yeah as we mentioned do the checklist make sure that this inside of that checklist like talk with with the surrounding people as well so yeah it's, it's pretty much that everyone needs to be aware so you don't have any complaints about your your job um it's, it's another one yeah <laughs> oh wow wow another one <laughs> our audience is interactive yeah okay lot. that's good it's good so what post processing techniques should i use for real estate drone spots oh i think that's the, the theme for us to, to talk do. about on the next podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. stay uh, tuned and we are going to be talking about that yeah yeah that but we can mention roughly that needs to be we need to see the lines of the properties uh, see everything is straight touch a little bit the colors pump a little bit everything so you know, it kind of, you sell kind of the dream. So we have so many things to talk about that and we want to do in the next episode, next episode. of a Skype or talk. But we have more questions. <laughs> oh boy. In case of the real estate requests drone shots, yeah. but also ground photography or videography, do you think like, what is the hint to provide a, to the to the person uh, the best light and how he can manage this like shooting for both ground and drone yeah, yeah. and he needs some uh, special equipment with photos or what's the best equipment he can use and that is not going to be too expensive but good quality yeah mm -hmm. i think for photos, uh, there are so many equipment and so many cameras that you can take and have nowadays. That's more about which camera do you have, understand your camera properly. There are so many settings that you can use, research properly. But the most important thing, if you are doing ground photography, is basically what you said about the lines. Um, remember that you are taking pictures, and but you're trying to mimic your eye. Mm -hmm. And if you realize whatever you look, always the lines are straight. So, and pay attention on that. Remove like this distortion of the, 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 the lines, everything. Yeah. And a good practice, sometimes it depends on the kind of the, the photo you're taking. But if you're taking photos on golden hours yeah. and it's always good to have like, shoot the photos in brackets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you remember what what uh, this I, technique? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what I am remembering now, more than drone, what what is the most the, the issue that mo uh, that I see most in those kind of shots is inside of the house. The photographer does they they, they do the kind of the, the beautiful shot inside, but all the windows are blow away, you know? Blow away. Look. Because they don't use this technique, right? Exactly. 
So you see the beautiful Southern White House, the small, the, the really nice kitchen, everything, the walls yeah. looks amazing. But the windows is white. Yes. You don't see the green of the, you know, the, the plants outside. And, and, and nowadays we have like, we're going to be teaching people to do that, right? Mm -hmm. But um, just to summarize this. Who is the technique? Yeah. The technique is like to shoot in practices, shoot one photo under exposure, mm -hmm. normal exposure, overexposure. Yeah. So you can use like a light room mm -hmm. to pretty much like put those three images together. Yeah. So in that way, the tool is going to grab the best of light of all those three images. And when they put all together, gives you this effect that they call HDR. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to have like the best from everything, plus potentially like the outside pretty much like properly exposed, exposure, everything. Yeah. But we have a different technique to do this as well. So maybe you can take like a one picture inside. Yeah. Oh, under exposure, everything, just exposure outside. Yeah. Take these pictures, this picture, and after on Photoshop, you can pretty much like play around, play around, create masks. Frank's gonna teach you guys. Don't worry <laughs> about it. He knows everything about Photoshop, like rooms. But yeah, I design. We pretty much cover everything, right? How to, how to do your photography and videography for real estate with your drone. If you are new, if you are a beginner, those are some tips that we, yeah. we, we already did in our careers. It was really helpful for us. Uh, it's a really good niche to start with, mm -hmm. to start knowing more about your drone, to start, mm, you know, giving the deliverables to the clients, play around with the color grading, post-production. Yes, I think it's a really I think, nice I think we talk, we talk a lot, a lot. And Frank, do you have any examples that we can show of your shots? Yeah, from your yeah, yeah, of course. Those examples are uh, the ones that we are watching now. They are really, really specific for for this kind of client because they are uh, architecture. Uh, it's, a, it's an architecture company, mm -hmm. and they does all these kind of buildings. They design as well, so the aesthetic for the aesthetic for them is really, really important. So they want something really bright, really smooth shots. The color grading is pretty much natural. So yeah, the smoothness and the softness in the colors was like a really uh, important requirement for these people. So yeah, it's as, as we say, not just real estate, but maybe you can work with uh, architectures and you have so many options around yeah. uh, to, to start your, your portfolio. I think, I think at the time that you master all these real estate techniques, yeah. um, if you want to keep doing this kind of job, Construction companies, mm -hmm. they are another level, yeah. I think. Yeah. They are above, I think I would say, from real estate. Yeah. And generally, they know exactly what you need to do, exactly the, the camera that you need to have. They are really pick what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And they need someone that's really specialized on this. And I think that could be a potential client that you could pursue. But... I believe, as you said, that we cover everything. Guys, if you need any questions, if you have anything that we didn't cover, but you want us to talk, 
just comment below. We are going to be more than keen to answer your questions. Franco, you, uh, you have anything to say to us today? Just thanks, Anna, to be participating today in the podcast. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. We hope you listen My in pleasure. the next one as well. My pleasure. Yeah. Are you, do you want to participate in the next one? I can, yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, th thank you as well to everyone yeah. that um, sent to us like the questions. Yeah. We, are really, we really appreciate everything. We hope to serve everyone. And see you next time. Thank you so much, guys. This was Skyper's Talk. See you in the next one. Ooh. Bye. Bye. I said I, I said to Anna we should we should I said we should be changing this we have to change this music for a sample or something <laughs> yeah we, we should we can start changing everything. but I, I I love the way that uh, the, the the people are asking questions for us hey we have a, our podcast is really new and people are sending messages to us it's, yes, really... it's unbelievable yes, where, where, where did you find these amazing questions um, your friends or they are architectures no, it's um, the friends that you were watching us, and you mentioned that you're gonna be doing this podcast. Yeah, we just received uh, by mail. Oh, oh in mail! Uh, wow. How, how old are from, they? From our website. <laughs> oh, oh, website. They, me okay. they message us directly from the website. Cool. So easy process. Just put your name, your email, put your question, any message. Yeah, that's great. Let's do that. Yeah. And yeah, we receive it from Instagram as well. If Message you are a big company, yeah, hire our services. <laughs> Put your company. Yes. Okay, okay. Bye. bye. Woo! Woo! That was good. That was fucking good.